Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCAST. I'm Casey Kruger. He is Alex Allen. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that is ready for the next 27 days. Do you know why, Alex? Oh, I sure do. Because there are 27 straight days of college and professional football. Alex, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Let's get right into it here, shall we? Let's. Uh, I'm the, you typed out the script, and you said it, not me. The Philadelphia Phillies are America's, America's they're team. They're America's team. They're playing... Uh, the playing the Astros, the uh, asterisk, you might say. That's a good one. Like I haven't that? heard that yeah, one yet. Yeah, pretty good, good, right? The asterisk. Uh, they're, Bryce Harper's quite possibly the coolest human on the planet. Yep. After that home run, especially after that home run the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phillies and four. Phillies? Send it. Just send it. Just send it. I can't do four. Phillies and four. Say it. I'm saying five. Say it. Nope. Five. Not a gentleman's sweep. Gentleman's sweep. Nope. The Phillies yep. aren't gentlemen. <laughs> Fair. It, it's going to go fine. If the Phillies win, Bryce Harper's going to go on a uh, Alexander Ovechkin-like. Oh, yeah. Harper, Castiano, Schwarber are going on an Ovechkin-like bender around mm-hmm. Philly. And then and they, they just forget the next week. It's going to be great. You can't forget the next week if the bender lasts the entire week. True. Uh, I really do want the Phillies to win. I honestly do, too. Like, I'm not even like the biggest baseball guy, but like I'm all for the Phillies. Uh, it's it's partly the Astros. It's partly that I've been on the Bryce Harper. I've been on the lines defending Bryce Harper since he was sixteen. Uh, yeah, can ask anyone that knows me. Okay, uh, I'll get right on that. Uh, call my dad up, ask him. I'm a um, big team Bryce Harper. I will right. not stand for Bryce Harper's overrated ever again. Yep. Will not stand for overpaid ever again. Okay. Will will not stand for it. Okay. Let me ask you this: If the Phillies win the World Series, does Philadelphia go as crazy as they did when the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Yes. Is it more so? I don't know. Because Philadelphia got crazy. They won a World Series in like 2008. Okay. So probably not. Gotcha. But It's still going to be nuts. No, it'll be fun. Uh, really like the Phillies. They, I said before the season that lineup might be the best in baseball. Yep. Because uh, you've got Kyle Schwarber with 40 home runs leading off. And then you've got uh, America's catcher JT Romuto, Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos, and Reese Hoskins to its second. That's about as good a top five as you can find. And the young guys, Alex Bowman, Bryson Stott behind them. Gene Segura is pretty good. They can really hit, but Houston can pitch. They have yeah. Justin Verlander. Uh, always have a good bullpen. They had that uh, young shortstop when they CS MVP, Jeremy Pena, because they just swept the Yankees, which you also don't hate to see. No, not not very much. Who Who's supposed to win this series, though? Because, like, I mean, I, I know because it was Houston had, like, what, 103, 105 wins this season. I'd say people would probably tell you Houston's the favorite because the I think the Phillies were the last team in, in the National okay. or the second to last team in, in the National gotcha. but with that lineup they fired their manager halfway through the season Houston did no the Phillies, Phillies. and then gotcha. they got just hot as can be happens so, sometimes yeah no that's how it works but uh that lineup can hit they got America's catcher yep uh go Phils go Phillies uh Five straight. Five You're straight. talking about the Titans. Talking about how about those Titans, man? Those man. You know the Colts just came into this season so hot. Everybody was so excited they for should, Matt. They should, they were so excited for Matt be, Ryan. So, they should be though, because Matt Ryan should have been good in this offense, and you know it. Yeah. Now he's hurt and benched. Well, he should have been good. He has the best offensive line in the league, the best running back in the AFC. Yeah, but he's fumbled the ball. That's like what I'm saying. Ten he, times, yeah, which the is just line's stupid. Bad. He's yeah. been bad. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It's like my one and six fantasy team that should be six, seven, and zero. Oh. It's kind of like like the Titans right now, who I'm pretty sure have still not scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter, are just probably the hottest team in football. Did they not score one in the fourth quarter last this week? They might maybe have. They, maybe they hit a field goal. I think it was a field goal. It was their first po- fourth quarter points of the season. Right. Which is which is absolutely insane. Um, but no, honestly, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Titans fan, they're the hottest team in the NFL right now. Mm. After starting 0-2 and, and losing two really bad games. you got to throw up again. Ah, I love it. The AFC is going to run through Nashville once again, except this time. The AFC? Yeah. Did, did you forget the Buffalo Bills exist? What about the Chiefs? Titans. Maybe the AFC South. Just the, it's going to be no, the AFC. No, We're going number one again. You've said some dumb things, and that's true. <laughs> sure, near the top. It's over. Do you have any other disgustingly horrid takes? No, I don't think so. Go Titans. Tighten up. <sighs> Five straight. So, uh, on to other Tennessee topics. How was the uh, Tennessee and UT Martin game? I know, you know, your boys faced your absolute favorite team I, in the Skyhawks. I just love UT Martin football. 
I know you do. Love him so much. And I really hated to watch him get 70-pieced or what, 60-pieced? 63, I think, uh, 65. 60, it's a, uh, if you remember when Barstool Big Cat was doing the Coach Doug's streaming <coughs> during COVID, mm-hmm. it was whenever he scored 50, it was a 50-burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, 60 was a 60-lobster. Well, definitely got a lobster. So we got a 60-lobster. And uh, Princeton Fant, tight end, threw a touchdown. He ran for good. two touchdowns. A tight end ran for they two put touchdowns? him at fullback. I love it. He's number like I 80. Love it. They put him at fullback. They threw a screen to him and he launched it downfield to Jalen Hyatt for a touchdown. That was a lot of fun. That's beautiful. Uh, you just hate to see that to this podcast. Favorite OVC football team and OVC football coach, Jason Simpson. Yeah. UT Martin's guy. You just hate to see it. One thing that made me really upset is like UT Martin after the game were like, because so, like they scored 24 points. But like that was 24 points against Tennessee's like fifth and sixth strings. Yeah. Maybe. Jalen McCullough never played the entire game. Yeah. So. Tennessee could have scored 90 points. Oh, easily. They they could have scored 90 points. How many people were at that game? It was sold out, but I don't Fair know if every – they, okay. they sold every ticket. Gotcha. It was a sellout. I don't – it was not full. Okay. It was – I mean, I'd say like 90-ish percent full, though. Maybe it's more. No, I mean, it's hard to get into that place this year. Yeah. It doesn't matter who they're playing at this point. They sold out Akron. They sold out UT Martin. Mm-hmm. So They're up to, what, three in the – Rankings now? Third. Got uh, Kentucky. How are we feeling about that one? This one, I don't even... The is, it a tra- it, is it a trap? Yeah. No. Okay. No. I mean, it is, but it's not going to be. Here's, here's my one complaint about Kentucky football that I've always had. Would you say Kentucky football's biggest rival is Tennessee? Kentucky's biggest rival is Tennessee? Yes. Yeah, probably. But Tennessee's, Tennessee's biggest football rival is not Kentucky. Right. However, we're talking about Kentucky here. Yeah. Would you steal your rival's <laughs> most iconic and notorious <laughs> pattern and put it on your jerseys like 40 years after they did? Because let me tell you, in like 2000, the University of Kentucky did not have checkerboards on anything. Right. Nothing. Yep. Not on the basketball court, not on the basketball jerseys, not on the football field, and on the football jerseys. It started around John Wall time. Yeah. Because I remember seeing John Wall, they'd pop out the checkerboards occasionally. Mm-hmm. Then, what? I have no idea. Like I've like always tr- questioned that. I, I'm trying to think of an analogy. Like, can nope. you imagine if Ohio State came out in a scarlet and gray version of Michigan's helmets? No. Just all of a sudden, well, we just thought it was a cool look. Yeah, it was cute. No, that's what that. That's what it is. Yeah, it's the same thing. Kentucky putting checkerboards on their stuff is the same as that. It's the same as Army coming out and like with an anchor on their helmet. Yeah. It's the same as Auburn coming out in houndstooth. Mm-hmm. It's the same as Oklahoma putting horns up. Yeah. That might be a little bit much, but I get, same I get the point. It's the same thing. Okay. It's like it's, in, it's the same as the Lakers putting a shamrock on their jersey. That is, you got me there. It's the same thing. It's insane. It's not great. It's it's insane. very. Yeah, that they just straight. They are like, nope. We want Tennessee's pattern. They're our biggest rival. It just just makes no sense to me. For like, not even just like as someone that likes Tennessee football, but just like in general. Mm-hmm. How do you? How does that make sense to anybody? If I had an answer, I'd tell you, but I, I have I have no idea. Just just mind blowing. You're let's, just okay. Let's move on. Gov's madness was uh, as you typed madness. Madness. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I mean, you had, like, the poster unveiling. You know, everybody got to get introduced to the teams. Like we said before, a lot of new faces on both teams. So that was pretty cool. But uh, Elijah Perkins, a uh, new guy on the men's basketball team, jumped over Elijah Hutchins Everett twice. And uh, for those of you guys that don't know, Elijah Hutchins Everett, seven foot. I've got a bone to pick about that dunk contest. What's that? The best dunk did not win. Yes, it did. No, the off the gla- side of the glass 360 was better. He did the same dunk twice, to- the winner did. Elijah jumped over a seven-footer. But he did it twice. He didn't do anything different the second time. And adding two more people on the front end See, that, that does is, not add any difficulty because you've already cleared the 6'11 dude. Yeah. So if you clear the 6'11 dude, clearing the 6'5 dude and the 6-foot mm-hmm. dude in front of him adds nothing. That, that is kind of where he went wrong. But that jump was just No, amazing. that one dunk was the best one dunk. And that dunk won him the first round. It should right. not have won him the second round where he did the you. exact same thing. And was it Caleb? Is it Caleb or Cam? Whichever one went to the – they made it to the finals, and yep. it was Elijah Perkins mm-hmm. and Caleb Stonecarewell or Cam Copeland, whichever one it was. Uh, so Elijah Perkins jumps over Elijah Hutchins Everett for the second straight time. Mm-hmm. Second dunk. Same yep. dunk two times in a row. Yeah. The other guy went off the side of the glass, 
360 and lost. He did it in one attempt. That was cool. That dunk is technically more difficult. Okay. You have to have a good pass. You have to catch it right, get the spin, and then find the rim and make it. And it's off the side of the glass, so you have a decently long jump yeah. to get from the catch to the dunk. Should have won. Overall, it was electric. Like that no, entire, it was a that great, entire dunk It was a great dunk contest, but I, I'm going to say that whichever one it was, Caleb or Cam got <laughs> robbed and should have won. Okay. That's my official stance. Okay. Noted. And uh, women's Nothing against Elijah Perkins. You jumped over a seven-footer, but... I'm so excited. You did it twice. Honestly... Give me something different. I'm so excited to watch this men's team this year. Because it's like they have a lot of height this year. We all saw they have a lot of bounce. They're going to be fun to watch. To the women's team? To the women's team. Caden Glenn won the three-point contest. Um, I know we had a few people in that three-point contest. And it came down to the very last one. Because I think it was like Caden had to make the last one. I did a little shoot-off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because she was tied with... Was it Mariah? Um, I, don't know. I can't remember, but no, it was it was definitely good. Um, this team can shoot. I know we've said that a lot about women's basketball, or you know, also people women's basketball teams, but uh, this team is honestly no different. But overall, it was an awesome crowd. Big crowd. I mean, pretty much the entire lower bowl was full. Not pretty much. It was. Yeah, no, it was full, and uh, had a lot of people up in the second level too. I mean, we had to have had because like the, I know the lower bowl when like the band seating is pulled out is right around 1200. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, we easily had a thousand people in that lower Easy. bowl and then a, a few hundred upstairs. It was, it was great. Oh, good, good event. Got me pumped up for basketball season. So. Uh, to the softball, to the softball field. Did I think you, you picked the red, I picked, you picked the black team, I picked the black team because of Lexi Olowski and Jordan Benefil and they both delivered. Well, the red team had PCAST mojo and that's worth something. It is worth something, but it wasn't enough. What happened uh, in that whole little red and black world series? So the black team won two games to one. Uh, the two teams split the first two, and then black won the third. Uh, the first one, Jordan Benefield pitched five shutout innings. Black had 16 hits overall. Lexi Owowski went four for four at the plate. Like it was Lexi six- Owowski is a great softball player. We just have to get her a better nickname than Owowski. Come up with something. I- it's, I, it's, it's, it's I, sticking around, around nothing, softball. But we can do so much better than that. Okay. Well, until we come up with something better, which we won't. So last Unless it receives an official endorsement from her, I don't think I'm bought in. Okay. okay that's my official I, I'll stance. I'll have to go ask her. That's my official stance. All right. In uh, game two, Red answered back. Uh, it was 7-4. They had a five-run fourth inning that was sparked by Kylie Campbell's home run. She was on the PCAST. How about that? Within like the past two months. That's a little PCAST mojo yeah. on that home run. And she was. And uh, But in game three, uh, Herring had a grand slam. I, I can't remember exactly when it was. Um, I think I want to say it was like right around the third or the fourth inning. Like Black was already up six to nothing. And then she hit that grand slam. And, you know, I was sitting up there in the press box and I was like, wow. And like me and Sarge, Chris Austin, you know, he was sitting there. He was like, she's a slap hitter. Like, the, the coaches straight up did not know if she could hit a home run, and she just absolutely drove it. It was a lot of fun. Neat. Yep. And uh, Lexi Owowski, Osowski, whatever, was a triple away from the cycle. Well, you know, that's the hardest one to get. Yeah, that is the hardest one to get. Unless you have the triple, then they say the single's the hardest one to get. True. But uh, overall, I mean, it was a good crowds all three days, too. Um, we were a little bit delayed on Tuesday because of rain yeah, and stuff rain. like that. But, I mean, we saw quite a few people come out to uh, the field, and it was good. Neat. Very neat. Uh, soccer wrapped up their season with yep. a uh, one to nothing loss at Queens. Yep. It was, uh, you know, finished off our inaugural A-Sun season. That match against Queens, um, it was a lot of fun to watch, honestly. I know, like, Queens scored late in it. But uh, it was very physical, um, especially it was Cassidy Shank, you know, former All-State wrestler. Yes, was no, going, she'll throw down. Was going up against this one girl uh, from Queens, and, like, they were going back and forth. Like, Cassidy got, like, steamrolled on one play and came back on the other, and it, it was just a lot of fun watching those two go back and forth. But, no, we drop a 1-0 decision, um, finished the inaugural ace on season, three wins, six draws. Had six shutouts on the season. That's top five all time in a season. Not too bad. No. Uh, had 232 shots this year, which is exactly 100 more than last year. Also not too bad. We'll take it. Is um, the six shutouts all by Chloe Dion? Yes. Oh. So. Pretty solid year. Which is 
fourth most in a single season by an Austin Peay uh, I would, Because I would say so. Carly Newman had like what twelve though. Yeah, it's like it's like twelve, eleven, ten, six. Yeah, I think that's how it goes. Yep, that's how it be. But um, there's a lot of good stuff that happened this year. Um, I'll be doing kind of like a season recap here pretty soon, talking about the team and a lot of things that they did this year. But so that's all I got from soccer. There was some volleyball in the Dunn Center last weekend. There was some volleyball in the Dunn Center. Uh, beat North Alabama three to one. Yep. Career high twelve kills from Elizabeth Wheat. And uh, Searing and Michaela Powell, taking Searing and Michaela Powell, both had 17 kills? Yep. Is that what I'm reading? Yep. Both of them. Both of them. 17 kills each. Yes. Hard to lose with that. Nope, you're not going to lo- And especially with uh, Michaela Powell, 17 kills. Uh, zero errors. Not a single one. Not a single one. That's not so bad. No. Not, not bad at all. Not too bad. You can, you can win a lot of games like that. Yep. Uh, Saturday's game did not go the gals way. No, I mean, we started off hot. Won the first set, 25-15. to 15. But uh, just couldn't keep it going. We dropped in four sets. Uh, Jada Clark had 16 kills on just one error. But uh, yep. Govs fall 1-3 to to UCA. And that's honestly, that's a really good UCA team. I think they're sitting, I think, about third or fourth in the uh, ASUN standings right now. So The Govs have got to get hot yesterday yeah. if they want to make a little run here and make the ASUN tournament. Yep. And it's a, it's a pretty difficult uh, schedule ahead, too. But Yeah, very we'll tough. Everybody they're playing the rest of the way down the stretch is, is headed for the ASUN tournament. But like yep. I said... Uh, Taylor Mott and company got to get going yesterday. Yep. Sure do. Uh, tennis. Yes, sir. Women's tennis team played last week. Yep. They were at uh, ITAs. It was honestly a really good showing. Um, we, uh, I know we talked about it a little bit last week because I think we got, like we talked about, I think it was like the first day of ITAs, I believe. Uh, Correct. So we had all three of our uh, players in the main draw advanced to the second round of the main draw, which was good. Um, and then they they kind of ran into a roadblock facing, like, the top player in the tournament, the fourth player in the tournament, and just a lot of really good players. Um, but in doubles, so Denise Torrealba and Yuha Chang advanced to the main draw doubles round of 16, which is pretty good. I think they won two doubles matches against two really good teams. I can't remember the schools off the top of my head, but they were both really good pairings. Um, Asia Fontana and Lucy Lischek. Uh, two freshmen advanced to the quarterfinals of, of the Flight B, which is kind of like it's not quite the consolation round. It's like its entire own bracket. Right. They never they started there, so they didn't right. like lose to get there. Exactly. And uh, so they both advanced to the quarterfinals, which was really good. Overall, just good showing. Picked up a lot of wins, singles, doubles, and uh, ready for the spring now. Big ready for the spring. Yep. You know, also ready for the spring. Who's that? Women's golf team wrapped up their fall season last week, and uh, guess what? What's that? They won again. Say it isn't so. They won for the second time as a team, and Taylor Deadman won for the second time as an individual. Uh, it was Evansville's Charles Braun Intercollegiate. It was a 36-hole, two-round tournament, which just play three rounds. Yeah, at that just, point. Just play three rounds. Just yeah. play a three-round tournament like everybody else. I, just play three rounds. I think they should just play three rounds. Uh, regardless, Taylor Deadman just ran away with it. Six-stroke win for her. She won by Five strokes the last time she won at the Butler Fall Invitational. Uh, this time the A-Sun gave her Women's Golfer of the Week. They didn't last time. Mm-hmm. Bone to pick there. Whatever. Uh, so Taylor Dedman is the second governor to be the A-Sun Golfer of the Week. Joining the Erica Scutt, who got that after she won the season's first tournament. Uh, it was, te- like I said, team's second win mm-hmm. uh, of the fall. Yep. Uh, you asked if it was the best fall in program history, and I said, well, we won two tournaments last fall as well. One of them was a 36-hole tournament. One of them was a 54-hole tournament. So okay. pretty even in terms of team wins. However, last fall we did not have three individual winners, which we have had this year. Yeah. So uh, that takes it above last fall, in my in my opinion. Goes been on a heater this fall. Oh, yeah, though. They're pretty good. Uh, Taylor Dedman's third career win, too, ties her with Chelsea Harris for the most uh, tournament wins in program history. Okay. So not too bad there. Not at all. They're, let's uh, let's just start their spring season right now. Yeah, let's just no uh, no. Let's not wait. Let's, no, let's keep it going because they're spring season, winter season. Yeah, no, they're they're playing well. They're playing well. Is there is there anything else to talk about? Not that I can think of. Oh, uh, that's all all for us right now. So we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back with Jacob Weaver of the Austin Peay baseball team. Right after this. It's not me, it's you You're reckless and you know it They don't love you like I do Say you're moving on Well, I guess that's just emotion 
Joining us on the PCAST, he's a sophomore pitcher on the Austin P baseball team. It's Jacob Weaver. Jacob, how are you doing this morning? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You said you had no classes, right? No class. Slept in a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Nothing. Uh, you said no Friday classes at all? No, no Friday. Uh, only uh, Tuesday, Thursday classes. A little online? Yep. That's, that seems nice. Yeah, it's awesome. I never got to do that. I was, I was before the whole online thing, yeah. and uh, the history classes were all on Fridays, and I never really had a choice. So. Yeah. Second year of school, how's that going? Good. Um, yeah, doing well. I do pretty good in academics, and so you feel well. like you just know how college goes now. Yeah, like yeah, you just have a better feel for everything. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the first thing I'm going to ask you, you came in, you you knew about this one right away. Uh, up until four weeks ago, I hadn't really realized it, but when we had Denver Parker on here, I realized we've had like 15 straight people from your sophomore class. Uh, started with Jada Clark. She picked Drew Calderon, Kirsten Monk, Trey Goodman, Tom Bolton, Dre McRae, Sam Miner, Javon Jackson. Then Chloe Murphy, she was a transfer. She's the only one that's not, right. not in the group. And then uh, Kylie Campbell, Denver Parker, Skylar Sheridan, Neil and Jean, and you. Uh, what, what happened in the dorms to make you guys all so close? Um, I don't know. We just uh, – Castle Heights is a great dorm first. I mean, we really enjoyed them, and so I think the football and baseball players were able to get pretty close with those two floors, basketball, all us on the floor. But I don't know. The football team was really close with the soccer girls, and so then whenever we got close to the baseball – or the football guys uh, – got us closer to the soccer girls and so it kind of worked out. You guys are all there so why not be friends? Yeah I guess so. So it's, it's just kind of a crazy streak and you said Neil and told you you had to keep it going. Yeah he did. He told me <laughs> I gotta keep it going 16 straight or something. Something like that. So uh, you're not in the dorms anymore and I'm we not. just figured this out before we started. You live in my old house. Yes now. I do. You uh, and a couple of the other baseball guys moved into the house yeah. that me and Alex Sala and Max Ramey and Parker Phillips had. Yeah uh, yeah Sc Scandy. We call it Scandy. Scandy, so. it was, uh, it's on, oh, I'm not going to give away your address, yes, but, but yeah, uh, yeah, nice house, nice uh, house. it's been passed down, yep. we were the first ones, we started things, and yeah. uh, you don't have my old bedroom, you said, you got no. upstairs, I got had the upstairs, basement, yes, basement's a big, ba big room, it's, so. it's, it is a basement, it's yeah, not a it's bedroom, it's a basement, yeah, and they just added a little closet in the corner, yeah. no, now it's a bedroom, awesome, our heat hasn't really been working, we gotta get that figured out, hold on, hold on, we had this problem one time, have the you turned the knobs? It, there's a lock on it. We found it last night. There's a lock on it, so we got to get it figured out. So we're sitting there, and it's our first year in the house. Or it's our only year in the house, and it, it gets cold in, like, November, yeah. and it's, like, 30 degrees, and we're like, man, it is cold. We are all sitting in the living room that night. I'm wearing sweatpants, two jackets, a hoodie. Like, everybody's all bundled up. We got one little space here going, and, like, the landlord comes the next day, and he's like, hey, uh, the, heat, the heat works. We're like, what do you mean? It does not work. He's like, you said turn the gas Yeah. On. Like, why did nobody tell us Yeah. That? And, dude, we froze for, like, five days yeah, before we got that heat on. When we had that cold front, like, a week or so come through, it was really cold because the heat just wouldn't work. So we got to figure it out now. But, yeah, it was, it was cold for a few days. We told the next guys when they moved, like, hey, whenever it gets cold, just turn the gas on. You yeah. Know, yeah. That's all you got to yeah. do. And it, it fixed it right away. But, awesome. Yeah, kind of crazy that, uh, that you guys are still living there. Yeah, you said you don't have to mow the yard. No, we got a, one of the teammates mows the yard, so works out. You guys got a nice little setup, better yeah, than me do. Me push mowing it. Gino did yeah, the same. Gino thing. did the same thing. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Fruta, Colorado. How do you say? Is it Fruta? Fruta. Yes, that's sir. it. Yeah. Just like it looks. Uh, you're almost in Utah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty, pretty much. What is there to do in Fruta, Colorado? Um, a lot of outdoors activities: uh, mountain biking, hiking, hunting, fishing. Um, it's a it's a very it's pretty. I live in a valley, so it's kind of hard to describe, but really. There's mountains on every side of me. I mean, you're right next to Arches and Canyonland yes. National Park. Like, you're yeah. less than an hour, right? Yeah. And then, like, my backyard backs up into, like, 10 minutes away. It's called the Monument. It's, it's a big, it's kind of yeah. like the Arches, same same type of structure. Um, that covers the whole backside of Fruta. And then the other side of the town is, is covered by other mountains. So, it's a really cool place to live. So, I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show, The Ranch. You guys are really close to O'Ray. Yep. Yep. The opening of uh, The Ranch yep. is the picture. I, and I just want to go there. Yeah, I had a buddy uh, on the TV show on the ranch who was it he was just a backup okay but, not, but he not, was not like ashton kutcher no no but he was just, he, he yeah, was my friend ashton kutcher they were filming in his in his town and he they were like we need some extras and so he was on the show you see you gotta you tell your rides right there too a lot yeah. of cool places in yeah. that area cool area uh right next to grand junction too yeah you ever go yeah. watch the uh, juco world series yeah my dad played in the junior college world series okay so i was gonna get to that yeah and playing college at louisiana monroe i did not know he yes. played. who do you play for uh butler community college okay um so Funny story, he actually met my mom at the Juco World Series. So he's playing. 
And she's there watching. She grew up in Grand Junction. Okay. Um, was working. There's a banquet the night before the World Series kicks off. She's working the banquet. Um, my dad sees her, uh, does whatever, like starts, you know, flirting or whatever. They end up seeing each other later at one of the games he was pitching in. They met up after the game with a few of the teammates and a few of her buddies. And um, there you go. Yeah. Started it off. That's that's how it goes, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, you have three brothers. I do. It's you, Dylan, Lucas, and Josh. Yes. How do you fit in age-wise? I'm the second oldest. So who's the oldest? So Dylan is the oldest. Okay. He is a senior at Colorado State University of Pueblo. Yeah, the Thunderwolves. What an yes. awesome name. Yeah, no, awesome. So uh, he's playing Division Two baseball there. Um, he's two years older than me. And then I have a brother that's two and a half years younger, Lucas. Okay. Uh, also plays baseball and basketball. Um, and then Josh is the youngest, who's 14, and he plays uh, baseball and maybe basketball this year. We'll so see. So you're answering my question before I ask him. I was going to say, do Lucas and Josh play too? Yeah. So uh, how old, what grade's Lucas in? Lucas is a junior. So we're getting ready to get Lucas into college yeah. baseball too, right? Yeah. I was on your Twitter. You're just retweeting this yep. highlight videos. Yeah, no, he's been, uh, they've been both playing pretty good, so he's excited. Uh, what did you guys do as kids growing up? A lot of two-on-twos from some pretty serious yeah. games, some yeah. backyard baseball? Yeah, we'd play wiffle ball. We have a basketball hoop in our backyard, so we'd play two-on-two basketball. We have a batting cage, so if we played whatever we did, I mean, football, basketball, baseball, we played it all. What are the teams? two-on-two, um, two, right? Or are you going three-on-one on the youngest? Two-on-two. Two. It'd usually be me and the youngest, me and Josh. Okay. Um, and then Lucas and Dylan would play, so we kind of keep it fair. Yeah, you gotta gotta even it out, right? Yeah. You don't want to. Yeah, don't want to beat him too bad. So your dad played baseball too, Andrew. Yes. At he started, you said at, at Butler, Community, Butler College. Community College, and then he went to Louisiana Monroe. He was on a Southland Championship team in '95. Yes. Went to the NCAA tournament. Yes, he did. Um, they kind of turned that program around when he got there. JUCO transfer. Yeah, they were. Uh, they weren't even Louisiana Monroe. They were Northeast Louisiana. Northeast Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, he played there for two years, and then was able to play a little bit of uh, independent baseball afterwards and so he's uh i mean baseball's been in our blood uh, yeah. since he did it his whole life so does he give you any advice about college baseball being that he's done it and then yeah. your brother too he's done it yeah. before you so like what advice did they give you as you're coming to austin p or figuring out where you're going to go yeah you know so the recruiting process for me was a lot of me and my dad were working on getting myself recruited um so he has a lot of connections was able to reach out a lot of the i guess the advice they my dad gave me was just like I mean, you got to work every single day. Like, it's a grind. It really is. And then, obviously, watching my older brother go through it. My older brother played at two JUCOs before uh, the school he's at now. Okay. And so, seeing him have to, to move around and be with different coaches, I mean, it, it was hard for him. And so, it, it made me appreciate it more, appreciate what he was doing and want to work harder and just kind of experience college like he did. So, are Lucas and Josh next? And what advice do you guys all have for them now? I mean, they uh, the one right below me here uh, – needs to get a little bit better work ethic. So okay. we, we kind of just got kind of get on and like tease them around a little bit. But um, it's really just about the work ethic of like, nobody's going to do it for you. You right. kind of got to get out there and do it yourself. And uh, uh, we, my dad always has this thing like uh, 15 more, you know, after practice, you only need really 15 minutes a day more extra. Yeah. Um, if you do that every single day, it's going to add up and just 15 more, 15 more. And so uh, once you kind of get that mindset, then you're able to really excel. I mean, got to keep it going, right? Got to yeah. get all, all five exactly. of you guys in college yeah. baseball. Yeah. Uh, so you're a high school pitcher and a shortstop. Yeah. Did you always know you were a college pitcher, or is that something you had to find out? Um, I really had to find that out. I was not as tall as I am now. Okay. I was going to say, because now when you look at you, like, you're a pitcher. You're six. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so I was always a smaller kid in high school until my junior, senior year. Um, but I'd always played shortstop. I pitched a little bit when I was really little, but... Got and got away from that, went to shortstop. And then I really started pitching back again my junior year. Um, and then senior year, I really started excelling. And I, I still I miss shortstop. I enjoyed playing the field. I just kind of hit very well. So <laughs> made me become a pitcher. That's when I really realized I'm going to be a college pitcher. So your senior year is kind of when it clicked. You're like, I'm, yeah. I'm a pitcher. Yeah, pretty much. But I still enjoyed playing short, and I love doing that every day. So Yeah, you had a 147 ERA, 60 strikeouts, 43 innings as a senior. You also hit 304, 16 RBIs. Honorable mention, all-state uh, class five. Not too bad with the bat or on the mound. Could you get out there and hit today? Um, probably we, not against our arms. In your squad today, you had to get an AB. How's that go? Uh, it's not going too hot. I'm, a swing, I'm swinging the bat, that's for sure. And if I'm making contact, it's who knows because I'm going to be swinging. You're trying I'm, to do damage. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to do But damage. I don't know if I'll make contact, so we'll have to see. <laughs> uh, so you got to Austin P. What was your biggest transition to college baseball? Or, or what is the biggest transition from going from high school and – playing in the summer to playing in college uh it's probably the the time 
you know, at the field, you know, with, with high school and with summer, you, you come to the field for a few hours a day. With college early is your entire life. You're there all day. You're, you're there all day. You show up to the field right after classes, and then you're there until dark. And whether it's workouts, practice, yeah, it's, whatever. and so it's. I mean, you're you're with the you're with the guys 24 seven, and it's uh it's more of like a family feeling than it was in high school and, and summer ball. So you must have adjusted pretty well. Led the girls with 25 appearances last season. You were an all freshman selection in the OVC. Uh, did you expect to come in and throw 47 innings? As a and 47 and 30 innings as a freshman, or did that kind of surprise you? It surprised me a little bit. I, I knew I was confident in my abilities. You obviously a, knew you could do it. To, to have a big impact. Um, but, yeah, I know that was a lot, a lot of appearances. I've never experienced – I usually was a starter in high school. Right. Um, and so it, I knew exactly when I'd pitch. And coming out of the pen last year, a lot of the times it was, it was different to having to adjust to being able to come out of the pen two, three times a week. Um, but, but no, I was, I was really blessed and thankful for, for being able to do that. And, uh, so I enjoyed it. 32 strikeouts, a one, nine, four whip. What are your thoughts on your freshman season? Um, I mean, I had a lot of ups and downs, uh, not obviously the, I didn't perform the way I wanted to, you know, coming off of a lot of success out of high school, but, um, I, I learned a lot, experienced a lot. Um, and, uh, I'm just thankful for, for how, the amount that I pitched and, and the experiences I learned from my freshman year. College baseball is not easy. No, it's not, not easy. You said your favorite memory from last season was doing the gritty yeah. across home plate against Boston College. Were you running the bases? Yeah, so I, I mean, I was a shortstop and I, and I right. hit. So I, I was able to move pretty pretty decently. And uh, opening weekend, um, we had a the, the, the game to have a chance to walk it off and run our first base and I become the pinch runner. And so I ended up being the winning run. I was on third base and our, our batter walked. And so I was able to to make a little <laughs> little show across the home plate. Uh, did you pinch run any other times last season? No, I was about to pinch run a few times, but we didn't. I didn't get the chance. Uh, right, so you're telling me you're one of the faster guys on the team if you're getting pinch run. You're just yeah. the fastest of the pitchers. Well, I, I would say I'm one of the fastest on the team, but, you know, that's, that's up to me. <laughs> uh, summer ball up in New England, right? New yeah. England College League. Uh, yeah. What was that like? You played for the, Mar the Martha's Vineyard Sharks, right? Yes, sir. Well, what was that whole experience like? It was awesome. I mean – Martha's Vineyard is a completely different world than yeah. anywhere I've been. I mean, it's a fantasy land. Yeah, uh, it is. It, it really is. So it, it is awesome. I love the experience. I've never been to the Northeast. Um, and so just being around, a one, a completely different group of guys. I was able to play with Harrison Brown up there. I mean, Harrison played on the same yeah. team. Um, so that was nice to, you know, have you someone. You knew one guy going yes, in. So exactly. It makes a world of difference. Exactly. It does. Um, but it was awesome. I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. Obviously, we won the won the championship, so that was really cool to, to cool experience. That trophy was huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's a very very cool trophy. I mean, one the island loves the team. We're kind of like celebrities on the island, so yeah. it was a, it was a cool experience. Where'd you guys stay? Did you guys have host families? Host families. Okay, so yeah. that's always kind of fun. yeah. No, it was awesome. I had a great host family. Uh, Adam and Janet, shout out. They're they're great people. So my roommate Max still talks to his host family up yes. in Hopkinsville. So that's awesome. It's uh, you'll you'll still be talking to them yeah, in the future. Yeah, awesome. Uh, how'd the baseball go for you? Uh, for me, it was great. I mean, I I threw a lot, obviously, like we said, in my freshman year, so I wanted to take a little bit off right. uh, in the summer. So I didn't have a ton of innings. I had 20 or so innings, but um, I, I pitched well. Uh, the competition's really high up. In the, we had a few kids, on the few transfers on this team that also played in the league on different teams, and so it was kind of cool being able to see some, some kids some that were guys transferring Some that were coming here. Yeah, so, um, but the competition was great. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm going back this summer, too. So. Same place? Yeah, same place. Same host family, right? Exactly. Just run it back. Exactly. What's your favorite memory from the summer up there? Oh, I don't know. Pro I mean, winning it all is, is Winning it all is fun. You got anything outside of baseball? Like, man, just oh, hanging out. And hanging, going it. to the beach. Yeah. Like, whenever we'd have an off there, so going to the beach with the team, me and Harrison and a few other kids would go, you know, play, play in the ocean, which we can't do in Tennessee, so can't. it's pretty No, cool. you can't. So, so awesome. you talked about seeing some of the other guys that are transferring to Austin P up there this summer. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the guys here? What do you think about the whole new coaching staff? I mean, Coach Fanning's just a ball of energy. Yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome. I love it. Um, it gets me fired up every day we go to practice. Um, it's never a dull moment, really, at the field. The guys are great. Uh, we've gotten very close very quickly. I mean, we've only been together for a few months now, and I feel like I've known them for, for my whole life. Um, so it's awesome. I've, I mean, I've enjoyed it a ton. No, the guy's great. He brought back my guy, Kierce, too. Yeah. Kierce played here when I was here. So, awesome. Uh, Kierce is my guy. Don't, don't take it easy. Uh, I, I won't. Yeah, yeah, you know what to do. Uh, I was reading your thing on Twitter, your Get to Know the Gov. It said your favorite player is Greg Maddox. Yeah. So how, what, what year were you born? Uh, 2003. So Greg Maddox did not pitch no. a game while you were – or he might have uh, uh, snuck in a couple yeah. of the Padres there. Like, but Greg Maddox, did, pretty much done by the time you were yeah. watching baseball. Uh, what makes you pick Greg Maddox as your favorite player? It kind of comes from my dad. Um, makes sense. So my dad had the same build as Greg Maddox. Okay. Uh, the shorter guy uh, didn't throw crazy hard, but – 
thing that I love about Maddox is is how he was able to control right everything so well. Um, and he threw a really good changeup, and I, I throw a lot of changeups, and I, uh, I believe in my changeup a lot. And so, learning from uh, from Maddox's mindset throwing a changeup, uh, I mean, it kind of made me just like draw towards him. And, and you go back and watch a lot of old Greg Maddox yeah. highlights. Yeah. Yep. What, yeah. what what Greg Maddox are you looking for? Atlanta Braves, Greg Maddox. Yes, Atlanta, Atlanta Braves. That's the right. That's yes. the right answer. Yes. Uh, you also said your favorite team was the Rockies. Makes sense. Yes. Do you have a favorite Rockies player? Of all time? I've got one because I'm a Tennessee guy. I love Todd Helton. Todd Helton. I love Todd Helton. Um, I was like three people away from meeting him one time. Uh, that's a different story, though. But all time, um, I mean, probably Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah, another I mean, good choice. Yeah, shorts. when I used to play shorts, I used to love watching him play. Uh, Coors Field's awesome. Awesome. How, yeah. how often do you get up there to watch the Rockies play? Um, I get... Whenever I live in Grand Junction, once or twice a year, but I lived in Denver for one summer, and so I was able to go there four or five times. Where's Fields off? Awesome. It's just Great awesome. field. Uh, Charlie Blackman's walk-up when the entire stadium yeah. sings it back is so Yeah, it's cool. awesome. I've met him once, too, so it was a pretty cool experience. He's a crazy-looking guy. Awesome, huh? He's an awesome guy. Uh, you in on all the Denver teams, Nuggets, Broncos. Yep, uh, what's, up, what's up with your guy, Russ? Oh, yeah, congrats on your Stanley <sighs> Cup. Yeah, about what, time. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. The Broncos are – let's hope I can turn it around. I don't know. I said earlier, like I said, I'm a Tennessee guest. So I was all in on the Broncos when they had Peyton. Yeah. But I'm no longer there, and it's tough to watch. It's, it's tough. It's very tough At to watch. At least you have Nikola Jokic. Yes. The Nuggets are pretty good, so that's good. The Rockies, eh, we'll see how they do. Uh, so we are, said earlier, you're basically in Utah. Yeah. You're just as close to, like, the University of Utah, Weber State, BYU, as you are, like, Colorado and Colorado State, right? Yeah. What did you grow up watching any college teams? What was your college team, or was it Louisiana Monroe? Because your dad went there. Um, really, it's Kansas State. Okay. So my dad uh, and his entire family is from Kansas. My uncle, uh, my uncle, some of my some of my uncles are KU fans. Some of them are K State fans. I chose to be a K State fan. I okay. just love the town of Manhattan. Yeah. Um. So I'd watch them. My mom went to Colorado State, and so I would support them over CU. Um. But yeah, not a huge, not a huge college sports family, yep. but. Probably Kansas State. So, did you play any other sports? I played basketball and football up until my sophomore year as well. What kind? Of, what position in football? Um, I was a quarterback for, through all my middle school career, and then I would play receiver once I got to high school. Sling it a little bit. Yeah. You still get out there and throw? Yeah, we bring a football into the field every once in a while. You we'll coming to the game tomorrow? Yeah. You've been watching the guys looking pretty they're, good. They're looking good. They're looking really good. You got what? If you had to play another sport right now, what would it be? Oh, honest. If I was good at golf, I'd want to play golf. Golf. Very Greg Maddox of you. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of baseball players, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, probably golf. All right. So uh, what is your major? Marketing. Marketing. You're only a sophomore, so if you don't have a plan, that's okay. But what is your plan if you have one? Um, or do you know what you just want to do? Not really. I would like to get into coaching Okay. Uh, at some point in my life. So I think that's a, that's a big goal of mine is to probably get into coaching. Um, I'm pretty far ahead academically-wise. If I wanted to, I can graduate in three years. Not bad. Um, and so if I do that, I'll start working on the masters and, yeah. and then I'll see how it goes, but not sure yet. Yeah, no, sounds, sounds like you got it all mapped out. Uh, last question before our rapid fire questions. Why Austin P? Um, I love the town really. Uh, I want to bring back, I mean, obviously when we had the, the coaching change, it brought a lot of uncertainties when it first happened, uh, when we didn't have a coach, I guess. Um, and I, I just love the town. I love the school. Um, I love the atmosphere that we have the new coaches I've brought back uh, to Austin P. And so I wanted to be a part of something big. And I really do think this program uh, is going to be able to turn something around this year. And I just am excited to, to see where this goes. We've done it in the past. We can do it again. Exactly. All right. You ready for the rapid fire questions? Yes. All right. What is your favorite word or saying? Oh, bang. Bang. <laughs> Makes sense, right? You hear that? How often do you hear that a day? Um, probably like 10 times a day, at least. Like. I I think day. every time Roland walks through our office, it's we a hear bang. three or four. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a lot. Uh, what's the last book you read? Uh, right now, I'm reading a book called The 10-Minute Mental Training. Um, okay. So I'm in the middle of that book right now. Perfect. What's your worst habit? Worst habit? Probably putting off my homework a little bit too late. Do a lot of it on Sunday? Yeah, I just, I'll, I'm just not very good at doing homework. I feel like that's a very common answer from yeah. college kids these days. Yeah. Uh, do you think you could walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? Yeah. Easy? Yeah. Yeah. Good answer. Uh, what is one rule in any sport you want to change or add? In any sport and change or add? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe like a four-point shot in basketball would be kind of cool. Like, do you want to make another line or do you want to put like a circle or up like, there like the, the Globetrotters do? Like, like, kind of like the Globetrotters. I think it would be kind of cool to see. Uh, what app on your phone gets the most use? Hmm. 
TikTok. Big TikTok guy. Yeah. That's a very common answer as well. Yeah. What's the last gift you gave somebody? Oh, I gave um, a Lululemon sweatshirt to my girlfriend. There you go. Uh, if you're casting a movie about yourself, who are you picking to play you? Like Brad Pitt or something. Brad Pitt? Yeah, some great looking guy. <laughs> uh, what's the most embarrassing song you love? Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of guys, I love Drake, but that's not embarrassing. But a lot of guys, like, I know every single Drake song pretty much. So a lot of guys make fun of me for that. Yeah. But I don't know if there's that's embarrassing. That's your guy. That's your guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you could go to any concert, who would it be? Drake. There you go. Uh, I felt like we led right into that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, what is one place in the world you want to visit the most? Probably like New Zealand or something. New Zealand? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Anywhere in particular or just... Just, it's it's got a lot of stuff. It's got a lot, I mean, maybe like, yeah, like, I don't know. I think it'd be a cool place to go. New Zealand. If you could have any three people over for dinner from any anybody ever, mm. history of the world, who would it be? I want to, I'm going to choose Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Just because, you know, got to thank him good for everything an, he's yeah, done. Yeah, good answer. Um, Let me get Greg Maddox in there. Abe Lincoln and Greg Maddox. Good start. Uh, Third... I mean, I'm not going to go Drake. I go, uh, let's go Justin Bieber. I think it'd be cool to talk to him. So Justin Bieber, Abe Lincoln, and Greg Maddox. It's yeah. all over the place. I love yeah. it. I love it. Uh, all right. Who or what inspires you? Uh, my dad. I know, I mean, my entire family, really, but, but my dad. What advice would you give to your younger self? Um, you know, believe in yourself. Don't, uh, don't let anyone take anything away from you and, and work your butt off, and, but believe in yourself. Believe in yourself is always good advice. This last question comes from Neeland. He wants you to describe yourself in three words. Mm. Athletic, charming, and stud. Athletic, charming, stud. See, I made Neil an answer his own question last week, and he did not come up with three that quick. Well, now I'm confident. You, now you get to ask a question to next week's guest. What do you want to ask? Mm. Put me on the spot here. That's uh, right. Hmm. See, if you were to... Something along the lines of, like, if you were to give yourself advice for the future, for, like, five years in the future, where would you want to see yourself in five years? Where do you want to see yourself in five yeah. years? All right, cool. Jacob, appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast today. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the wild card game yes, next Tuesday. week. Tuesday. Everybody be at the 6 hand. 6 p.m. Yeah, come 6 out. 6 p.m. at the hand. Everybody get out there. Uh, good luck this spring, and thanks for joining us. We'll be right back right after this. Awesome. Thank you. I've been moving state to state in my leather and my Tim's like it's 1998 and my dog chubby chub that's my that's my front away on the east side of the city that's where everybody stay seem like everybody calling cause they want me on they song it's like every time I touch it I can never do no wrong when they need a favor from your man they don't leave you alone but I guess that's just emotion and their phone doesn't ring when they got everything That's the motion Big thank you to uh, Jacob Weaver of the Austin baseball team for swinging by to, uh, to chat with us on this, I, on this Friday. I see what you did there. Swinging by. I did not do that on purpose. Well, it, was, it was good. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate when I uh, actually do something good with your life. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, uh, that's all today's podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, so long, everybody. All right. Um, <laughs> see if I can recover from that in the next segment. Uh, it's the McRib farewell tour, Alex. Our uh, rest in peace to our favorite sandwich. I've got a hot take for You've it. You've got a hot McRib take. Please give it to me. So I think they're doing this whole farewell thing. And I know people say this every year, but I think after this, it's becoming a permanent thing on the menu. Like, I, I, I don't think they're actually going to get rid of it. I think it's a farewell of it being a, how, how often do they do it a year? Like once or twice they a year? Like November and December every year, yeah. like part of December. And November. But I think it's the farewell tour of it being a every so often item. And then it's staying on the menu. That'd be incredible. It would be amazing. I love it. <laughs> I do too. My friends make fun of me for it. And I don't care. It's good. I mean, I, I haven't had one in a while, but, uh, it's good. so good. I think I'm going to have one after this. I'm going to have one very soon. Uh, not during the week. I, I've been eating healthy during the week. Go you. Fish, rice, and salad every night for dinner. So It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, so maybe not during the week, except for last night, Buffalo Wild Wings. We had a little splurge at the coach's show. Yep. We, whatever. We made up for it with lunch today. Mm -hmm. But uh, this weekend, <laughs> it's, it's a open. bad weekend to be a McRib. You're coming into the press box with like 10 of them. 
Uh, see, I get to the press box around breakfast time, so I'll probably get me a little breakfast burrito. I think okay. we're one to know when I get a Sonic breakfast burrito. Okay. So I, I need a whole list of your like superstitions, like before football games, because you've got like a laundry list of them at this point. See, I I broke the breakfast one Murray State week. Mm-hmm. I got Chick Fil A. Okay. And we still won. So maybe I have to get like a new place again. You might. Uh, that might be what I have to do. I know that we're one to know when I have a breakfast burrito from Sonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're undefeated when I buy my <coughs> key lime pie bang at the Mapco on Madison Street on the way to the game. Okay. And I drink. I also get a uh, blueberry pomegranate body armor light and drink that in the press box before the game. Uh, I have to watch an episode of Friday Night Lights at least one the yeah. night before the game, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm going to have to wait till after the World Series tonight yeah. to, uh, to, to watch that. Mm-hmm. So uh might be a late one, but that's... And on road games, we don't eat waffle or we don't eat IHOP for the game because we are zero and one. We eat IHOP before a game on the road, but we are one and one on the road with Waffle House. One of those is an FBS loss, so it really doesn't count. Yeah. We're one and zero in FCS road games when we eat Waffle House. Okay, I good. think that's all I got. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Back to the McRib. Uh, I hope that they leave it on there forever, and I hope you're right. That's actually my favorite take I've ever heard. They did a farewell thing like in 2007 mm-hmm. or sometime. I don't know. It was 2000s, and they they obviously didn't. Yeah, keep that. So, mm-hmm. let's just run that play again. We'll see. We will see. Uh, the House of Dragons had its season finale yesterday, and uh, for those of you who have not watched, spoilers are coming. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna spoil it right now. All right, because we're gonna talk about it. It was crazy. Was. Uh, so the king died. He had said his daughter was gonna be the queen. Uh, his second wife had. He didn't have a son with the first wife. She died. Second wife finally had a son. Uh, obviously, second wife and second wife's dad wanted that son to be the king he was mm-hmm. first man whatever uh so he's dying and like something got misinterpreted he said the second wife picked the new king whatever uh, like i said just spoiled a lot of the show for a lot of people so if you hadn't watched it you probably should have been listening yeah probably shouldn't have been listening but the uh, so now we've currently got a king and a queen at the Kay. end of this season hope you didn't want to watch it uh yeah probably Game of Thrones, not. so uh yeah so we got a king and a queen right now which Causes a little bit of problem. I can see where there's, there's going to be a war, right? Well, the queen was trying. To, the queen, who's like the main character, was trying to keep, make it to where there's no war. She was trying to keep everybody mm-hmm. out of this. And then the uh, the queen, the other queen, who's the king's second wife, uh, her one of her sons killed the real queen's son, and accidentally. He did not mean to. Okay. Uh, they were like at the same place, like trying to get like an ally from like mm-hmm. another house, and they were flying off. And the guy that did the killing has the biggest dragon. And the other guy's a younger dude, and he's got a little baby dragon still. Maybe not baby, but it's – I mean, it's big because it's a dragon. Yeah, but, like, right. in terms of dragons, nothing it, compared to the other dragon. I follow. So, little dragon, fire sprays big dragon. Mm-hmm. So, then big dragon just, like, freaks out and does not listen to the guy that's riding him like he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Little dragon's flying through the air, and you just see big dragon just hammer him. And, uh, obviously, everybody involved did not make it out of that one. I could imagine. Yeah, dragon teeth, fire, you know, a little, yeah, yeah no, not good for the person uh, no. in the midst of that. Yeah. So uh, the queen finds out at the end of the episode. The season ends as she turns around and just angrily stares at the camera like, oh, somebody messed up. Okay. Very exciting. I, I, think, very, I, follow, I think I followed along with part of that. Very, uh, it was very confusing. I was confusing myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the worst part about Game of Thrones is they're going to wait like a year and a half to release the next season. Dang. They always do this. They haven't even started filming the next season yet. Jesus. So... That's something. Buckle up. I started a new show. I can't remember if I mentioned this last week or not, but uh, I was going through my Hulu, and it's not anything on the list, which I'm sure will make you. Well, you don't have one. to watch House of Dragons anymore because I told you the whole show. Yeah, I'm, I've got it. You I'm, got I'm caught one. up. You're, you're caught up on season I'm one. Um, I started The Last Man on Earth. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. No. It's really freaking good. Um, it's probably the only show that I've binged. I think I'm already on season like three. So I'm kind of contradicting myself from a couple of weeks ago whenever I said I cannot binge. Yeah, you did um, say that. But, uh, yeah, I'm almost done with that one, and then I'll probably go to something that's on my uh, absolute mile-long list. Well, most importantly, the newest season of Yellowstone starts, like, within two weeks. Okay. And I, 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 I'm so excited I could cry. Okay, <laughs> shorty. <laughs> uh, big news in the FCS football world. Yep. College game day is going to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Going down to see old Coach Prime. Coach Prime. Coach Prime in Jackson State's hosting Southern. Yep. Uh, it, is, it is senior day down there, too, by the way. I just looked at their schedule. Uh, Jackson State's 7-0. and 
Mm-hmm. Jackson State is seven and zero, ranked number nine in the FCS polls. Even though they got one first place vote in the media poll, mm-hmm. and everybody's, gonna, I'm sure everybody's like upset that Jackson State's ranked so low, being undefeated with the first place vote. But they they haven't really played many people. Not haven't really. They just have not. Florida A&M, 59 to 3. Tennessee State, 16 to 3. Grambling, 66 to 24. Mississippi Valley State, known bad football team, yep. 49 to 7. Uh, arguably, Gov's better than Jackson State. Hear me out there. Uh, Alabama State, 26 to 12. Bethune Cookman, 48 to 8. And then what people, I think people are saying that that Campbell win last week is their best win of the season. But I, I pulled up the Massey ratings to, to check, that, check that math out. Campbell sits at 48 in the Massey ratings. Okay. That puts them one spot ahead of three and five ETSU. Gotcha. Uh, so no, Campbell no would is behind Eastern Kentucky and Central Arkansas. Okay. I'm trying to see if Jackson State's played anybody else that's higher ranked. I just you want to talk strength of schedule? Oh, they did. They played William and Mary, who's 16th in the Ma- Jackson State is 18 in the Massey ratings. Mm-hmm. They played William and Mary, who was ranked at the time as number 16 in the Massey ratings, and got beat. Did they? No, Campbell. Campbell lost to Wayman Mary. That's what it was. I had both their schedules up. So uh, I'm just not sure Jackson State's played anybody. And honestly, like. Jackson State ain't played nobody, Paul. <laughs> and honestly, like, Southern is, I mean, they're 5-2. and two. I mean, they're leading the Western Division of the SWAC, and I know Jackson State obviously leading the East. But, I mean, Southern's pretty much in the same boat, except, you know, they're not ranked. But they don't really have any quality wins. Um, Five and two, no quality wins does not get you ranked. No, I mean the most that they have for their season um, when it comes to quality opponents is they lost sixty-five to seventeen against LSU. Yeah, no, um, that don't hurt. Put up, but I mean outside of that, they've they've played Alcorn. They beat Alcorn State twenty-one to seventeen. Um, they gonna run this thing back in the SWAC championship? Probably. Probably. How big? How big are we gonna lead the Southern half? So Southern right now is tied with Prairie View, who they beat 45-13 to 13 earlier this season. Southern still probably needs a win, though. Yeah. Cause if it, yeah. you're Dion, you're sitting there at 7-0, you're probably going to win the East. Do you just not open it up? Or game day's there, you, you, let it, you let it out. You do absolutely everything you can to run up that score. You, I mean, if you're Jackson State, you are playing for style points right now. Exactly. Like, secure, you, secure the win in the first half. But, like, in, like, yes, you don't want your players to get hurt. Jackson State needs to blow people out. Yes. I wish they would play in the playoffs. Me too. I Actually, that's a lie because it opens up another spot for us when they don't. I do wish that, like, if a SWAC team like Jackson State's, like, number three in the FCS, they would stay and play in the playoffs. Yep. They never will because the Celebration Bowl makes so much money. It's such yep. a good opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. But I just wish they would once. I would like to I see what happens. Would. Like, legitimately. I mean, it's an FBS bowl game, and it's, like, the only one on TV. Yeah. Everybody watches and everybody mm-hmm. goes. And if Jackson State made the FCS playoffs, they have a real shot at going to the championship. Like they have Do a, they? They have a really good team. Now, I don't think that they're going to be able to compete with, like, a South Dakota State or maybe even, like, a North Dakota State. But, like. They get a first-round buy and a seed. Yeah. They're top it, eight. It could happen. Yeah, and and they could do really good, but like you said, I mean that never ce- gonna happen. The celebration bowl is so big, and I mean it, it's like good said, for us. It is because it opens up two more playoff spots. Yep, third one from the Ivies that don't play. So, mm-hmm. well, oh well, to Austin P Sports, to Austin P Sports, we shall. Uh, men's tennis, they're gonna play at the UTC Steve Browse Invitational this week. Alex, yep, uh, tell so us all about that. So the Govs are going down to Chattanooga. They'll play at like I said the UTC Steve Barris Invitational Friday and Saturday. Uh, playing a lot of familiar teams and a couple of fairly new teams. Uh, Jacksonville State, Chattanooga, two teams they're used to seeing. Uh, Alabama, Birmingham, I know they faced them in a tournament earlier this season, and then they'll also play Mercer and Troy. Um, you know, this is a tournament that we go to a lot. Fourth time in the last five years we've played in it. It's a good opportunity. A lot of teams that, you know, we're used to seeing, we could probably pick up a couple of wins in the fall season on a high note and uh, take it into the spring. That's really all I got for uh, – Tennis. Volleyball's on the road. Mm-hmm. They're going to play Friday at 5 o'clock against second place Liberty, second place in the A-Sun. And then Saturday they're playing at uh, Queens. That's not a close drive, is it? No. No. It's it's a little bit of a haul. What is, how far apart are they? Um, Holy I, think, I think it's like about seven hours because, you know, I know soccer went on that trip. Um, it's a pretty good haul. Is that a uh, drive the night after, like sleep on the bus? Like, what's the situation there? Yeah, I mean, you're probably coming 
coming back home the day of. No, I'm talking about in between games. Oh. Um, you play at five, you drive. Oh, never mind. It's three hours. Oh, from Liberty. Duh. My three, bad. Three I, I, was, I, was thinking, I was thinking from Clarksville. I thought they were going to be like eight hours apart. Yeah, not quite. No, three hours. That's not too bad. Never mind. We're, but, we were wrong. We're idiots. But that's a really good Liberty team. I mean, duh, they're second place, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, they're fighting for that number one overall seed. I think they're, I think it's, is it Kennesaw State that's number one in the A-Suns? It's somebody like that. You could say any team you want, and I believe you. But, uh, going to be good. Liberty's going to be playing for a lot, you know, like we talked about earlier. The Casey Cricker Bowl. <laughs> Both yes. my alma maters. Yes, it is the Casey Cricker Bowl. <laughs> Who are you rooting for, Casey? Uh, Austin P. Proud of you. Good answer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like you said, we, we got to get on a heater here pretty soon. Season's starting to wind down. Only got a few more weeks left. So, You're in uh, the conference tournament now. Yeah. If you want to that, if you want to play in the – like, yep. we don't always say that, but if you want to be in the conference tournament, you're in the conference tournament now. Yeah. You, you got to win your way. That's a really good way to put it. And then uh, Queens, first time we're ever going to play Queens also. Also the first time we're ever going to play Liberty. So, we'll see. From Lynchburg to Charlotte. From Lynchburg to Charlotte. Cross-country team is going to uh, run at the A-Sun Championships this week. Are they the first team to play in the A-Sun Championship? Yes. Yes. Yes, they yep, are. They will be. Austin P is a first ever appearance in an A-Sun Championship. Huntsville, Alabama, John Hunt, John Hunt Cross Country Park. The women start their 5K at 8 a.m., coming off second-place finishes in both of their last two races. Michaela Fish, Michaela Smith finished the last race uh, at the Evansville Invite in third with a time of 19.36. And the men will start their 8K at 8.45 a.m. Uh, Connor Duncan coming in on a winning streak. Yeah. Won the last race, the Evansville Invitational, an 8K with a time of 26.14. So carry that momentum into the OA Sun Championships. And then you run well there. The NCAA South Regionals at the exact same course. Yep. So that's not bad. No, no that's, I, I really like how the A-Sun scheduled that. I mean, honestly, that might just be why they moved it from Orlando, Disney. Disney. Like, Disney this is Rome. the first year they've run at this course for their championship. Uh, my brother said it's a, it's a course built, like, just for cross country. Okay. So, like, I think it's pretty fast. Okay. I think we had a lot of PRs there when we were in there earlier. And so it'll be our third time there if we go to South Regionals. So that's not bad. Love that. Uh, football team. Big game. Big game. Big game, to say the least. Jacksonville State coming to town. It's a blackout. Uh, the Govs uh, won their last blackout against Jacksonville State in 2019. It was 52 to s- 33. No, it was 45 to 7 before a couple late JSU touchdowns yeah. made it 52 33. But Govs were up all over the Gamecocks in that one. And uh, got to hope that happens again. It was a five touchdown day from Javon Craig that mm-hmm. in 2019. Two, two on the passing side of things ran for three more so uh jsu can run the ball yeah they can this year's team they're i mean their quarterback what zion webb 10 rushing touchdowns 10 rushing touchdowns top leads second second in the a sun like top 10 in the country and just total rushing touchdowns mm-hmm. uh he doesn't throw the ball right he completes 10 passes a game for 148 yards he has eight passing touchdowns and seven picks okay so they are going to run the ball. Very old school. However, I mean, Rich Rodriguez, Pat White, they run the ball. Yeah. Uh, what does Austin Peay's defense do very well? Well, they're Stop the third that. best rushing defense in the FCS. They're top ten in total defense. They're top ten in scoring defense. They're top ten. They're top three in third down defense. They're top five in fourth down defense. So it's going to come down to can the Govs shut down Jacksonville State's run game. Mm-hmm. And if they can, Jacksonville State's got a good secondary. Austin P is also going to have to be able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They will be able to throw. They, you can throw the ball. You can throw the ball, in, but that secondary is like a track team. They are quick. Gotcha. They are quick and they are good. So uh, obviously you can throw the ball, but you're going to have to run, run, loosen it up a little, yep. because you can't let those guys have a lot of guys. You got to make them respect the run. Yeah, and, and you got to shut down the run. It's a good Jacksonville State team. I know they're coming off a loss against Selah, so like they're probably going to be coming in here pretty mad too. But uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, big game. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, they're basically an FBS team. They have 85 scholarships. Right. I mean, not basically. They are an they, FBS. Yeah. They, don't have a, they don't have a complete FBS caliber team yet, but they are playing with 20 more scholarship players than us. Right. So, big one. Let's do it. Big one. Blackout, Blackout. Senior Day, uh, sponsored by Tenova Healthcare. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the seniors. Yep. Shout out to the seniors. Uh, basketball season is back. It is back. Officially. Big back. Big back, all in caps. Uh, the men have an exhibition on Wednesday, 7 p.m. against Fisk, <laughs> right here 
and the historic Winfield Dunn Center, the very mm-hmm. last season of, of that. Uh, the women have a 6 p.m. Thursday exhibition. Uh, games don't count, but... But they really do. Yeah. Like, like, I know it's the result that doesn't count, but I think we're going to learn, learn a lot about both of these teams in it. Um, you know, with the women, since we have so many new players, I don't expect our starting lineup in this game to be the same as it is in, say, three, four weeks. But um, first time the team's going to play against people other than, other than themselves. Um, and honestly, it's really big for the men, too. Because, like, you know, as soon as this When is their over, first regular season game? So their first regular season game is next Tuesday, next Wednesday. Okay. Um, and it's against NC State. And then at NC State? At NC State. And okay. then right after that, they're going to Purdue. Straight to Purdue. Straight to Purdue. Uh, they're, who's receiving votes and all the coaches' polls and Yeah, everything. no, Purdue. Usually good at the old basketball thing. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, so, you know, you really want to get this game, you know, work out whatever kinks you can in the exhibition game, and then uh, hit the road. And honestly, same for the women. I know, like, they have their home opener next week against Cumberland. But, I mean, right after that, you've got a couple of uh, – got a really long road streak against teams like Chat, uh, Chattanooga, Vanderbilt, and then you go to a tournament. So The last time we went to Chattanooga and played at McKimsey Arena was the same day we had the FCS playoff selection show for the 2019 season. Okay. And it was the night after McKenzie Arena hosted a Grateful Dead concert. Really? Yes. That's, That's what the security guard told me when me and Brian Reese walked in at like 1030 that morning. So like, we hosted a Grateful Dead concert here last night. I'm like, How did you turn it over? Thanks. Cool. I I, yeah. I, I, thank you. Good information. Maybe it's a good sign, though. Could be. For the whole FCS football playoff situation. Yeah. You never know. We'll see. Uh, are you excited? I'm really for excited. your basketball thing. Yep, I've got went out and got the suit, got all uh, ready to do the whole uh, got basketball all fancied up. Yep, got the haircut. You're I mean, a fancy we're, boy, we're ready to go. You're a real boy now. Not quite, pretty much, almost. But, well, uh, let's roll. You have anything else to say about the basketball? Let's go. Let's. I'm ready for it. Let's go. Let's let's play. Kitty Etheridge, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Shardy Husband, and Trey Price. Uh, they've got all the community service opportunities for you, the athlete. Get out there. The Ghost Candy Drive is here it yep. is it is time to collect that candy and do whatever you do with that yeah, i think it's on uh saturday or sunday if i'm not mistaken yeah it's it's coming so donate that candy and uh loads of fishes mana cafe get out there and do whatever you can in the community it's the giving season it is it's almost thanksgiving just about it's time to be uh be a giving person it is and uh go support your other teams yep. get those govs cup points mm-hmm. you're gonna want them. you want to win that cup you do it's a tight race right now. Is it? I believe so. La- last time that I saw, <laughs> did like, you the make points, that up? Okay, last time that I saw the points, like from everything, it was like really close. I think it was like men's tennis was in the lead, but like a few other teams were like right there, right on their heels. Uh, Alex, yes, sir. how do people follow us on uh, social media? So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P, or on Facebook at Austin P Governors. And shout out to Robin, Maddie, uh, Carter, Henry, who's been helping us out a lot lately too. Ethan. Ethan. Robert. Robert. The whole crew. The whole squad. Shout out to the squad. Uh, let's go to for dates, news, stories, information. Kelly Bush, Nick Petroni, Alex Allard, Chris Austin, and myself. That's where you can get uh, all the information about everything. Yep. And uh, you know what else you can get while you're there? What's that? You can get tickets. Tickets. But you know what else you can do to get tickets? Call Johnny. Call the ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell. He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. Uh, you can still buy football tickets for the Jacksonville State game. Yep. Buy them. Buy them now. Pause the podcast. Pause the podcast. We'll wait. We're waiting. We're done waiting. You just bought your tickets. We're going to see you at Forterra Stadium on Saturday. Uh, hopefully, you got the ones where you can get into the Blazing VIP zone. Mm-hmm. I hope you did. It seems like a fun time down there. It seems like a blast. I hope you got those. Um, again, also, we are sorry that we're out of Alabama tickets. We don't have any more. Buy them on StubHub. Buy them on Ticketmaster. Buy them on Alabama's website. Just because we're out of them doesn't mean you can't go yeah, down. They're, they're, the, t- the game is not out of tickets. There are no. tickets. We yeah. we just do not have any more. Yep. We, we as Austin P. Athletics have sold our allotment. So get those tickets, but not, not from us. Uh, Alex, <coughs> basketball tickets. I can still yes. get those. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, we've got season tickets, courtside tickets, general admission, and we just came out with a new weekend package, oh. which is all of the Saturday games, which is six men's games, Five women's games. Uh, it includes the one double header for sixty-five dollars. So you know, if you can't make you a lot of all those tickets for sixty-five dollars, just sixty-five, just sixty-five, just sixty-five dollars, sixty-five dollars. 
Um, so it's like, you know, if you can't come out to the Thursday games or a lot of the weekday games because you work or there's school or whatever, that's fine. Come out, support the Govs on the weekend. Also, we've got the VIP Total Gov Package. Which if you buy now, you could still get one football game in. Yep. You can get the t- – so you, you get – see it is a so it'll be a ticket to the jacksonville state game and food and beverage to all men's basketball women's basketball and baseball games this year all of them every single one every single one and you get to eat and drink for free yep eat and drink for free for free for well, how much absolutely nothing i'm at the ticket oh i don't know you got you got to go find out call johnny get your tickets you can also uh, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, directly on the website, letsgopi.com, backslash podcast. Give us a follow, and uh, while you're there, you can also listen to a new episode of More Than a Game with John V.A. Bugs. That was two weeks ago. She talked to men's basketball player Drew Calderon about uh, the culture of college athletic teams. So go listen to that. Give both podcasts a rating or review. How many stars? Five. Five stars on both podcasts. Do it right now. I uh, want to suggest guests or let us know if a local or on-campus event we should shout out. Tell us what's your favorite Halloween candy. Candy corn. Can- Hot love take. love Hot candy take. corn. This podcast loves <laughs> candy corn. Follow us on Twitter. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex Out underscore APSU. Shout out to Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bud Genius. Shout out to the McRib. Welcome back. We'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Everybody.